today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. We've uh, sort of nonchalantly started a feature here about giving restaurants a voice during the pandemic and uh, trying to help them out as best as we can during, uh, obviously, uh, lockdown uh, situations and protocol that they have to follow that's making life even more difficult uh, for the hospitality industry right the way uh, around the world, I would guess. Let's bring in Natana Stones. She is the general manager of Pub Fiction and is with us now. Natana, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well. I am, thank you. Tell everybody where Pub Fiction is and all about it. Um, we are located at 1242 Garner Road West in Ancaster. We're in the same plaza with the Egg and I right across from Ancaster Toyota. How for, has life been for... No, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, we've been here for six years. Um, there's been a restaurant on this corner for the last 25 years. So I think we're the longest standing so far. And how has life been for you during the pandemic? Um, it's been pretty stressful. Um, obviously, you know, we started off with 30 employees and right now I have four. Um, so that's been, I think, the toughest thing for us. Definitely um, being, you know, private business owners and having a small business, employing people is the probably the best part about owning a business So not being able to have employees right now is the hardest part, um, laying everyone off, you know, four weeks before Christmas because we went into the red zone was the worst part of all of this. And obviously this is a peak time for many businesses, including the hospitality uh, businesses, people celebrate and such. Uh, how much, uh, how much is December? Uh, how much does that factor into the success for your whole year? Um, it's a huge part of us. Um, generally, I would book probably a Christmas party three, two to three times a day, every day, all throughout December. Mm. Um, we're located right beside the Ancaster Business Park, so we get a ton of business from them. Um, right now, I would usually be crazy busy here all day booking events, taking party platters, doing all of that, and unfortunately, we can't have... Any events, so that's been tough for us for sure. Um, but we've gotten great support from the business park and from our local community. We've done a ton of takeout Christmas lunches today alone. Um, we've sold a ton of gift cards for companies that are just giving them out to employees. So it's we've felt some really great support from our community. People seem to really realize that this industry is in in need and and they're trying to help out. Do you get that? Do you get that impression, uh, Natana? Oh. Tons, tons. Like our our regular clientele is amazing. And I mean, it's a constant chat. You know, when you come in and you sit down at the bar, you sit down to have lunch. We're we're constantly talking about, oh, did you hear what restaurant's closing today? Oh, did you guys hear about the story? You know, this happened to them this week. They're done. I think we're like at 200 restaurants closed for good in Toronto right now. So can you see the light at the end of the tunnel? I mean, uh, obviously, we're more than halfway through this. We're certainly not out the other end. We've got to keep the protocol and such in place until uh, vaccinations uh, eventually trickle out in, in, you know, in, in the next several months. And so, but that being said, can you, can you see some optimism in the sense that if I can only stay open till summer and then get the <laughs> patio back open, off we go? Um, I mean, you have to be optimistic in this business regardless of how well or how bad this going. Um, it's been a challenge to reinvent ourselves weekly to make sure that we can withstand um, everything that's happening. I feel like if you don't have any optimism, you're going to fail ultimately regardless. So it, it's been hard to stay, you know, happy and stay positive and 
try and do as much as we can every day to figure out how we're going to survive next week, never mind next month. So, like I said, because we have such great support from our regular customers in our community, it's pretty easy to stay optimistic. Um, I'm hoping that they're going to keep us open over the next little while and being allowed to have 10 people in here every day. And we've been, you know, continuously having 10 people in every day, having their Christmas lunch, having their Christmas dinner, hanging out and supporting us. So it makes it makes us feel good. It makes the staff feel good that we have such great support. How have you had to adjust? What have you had to do? Obviously, takeout is a major factor as you've reduced to 10 people in your establishment itself. But what are some of the things that you've had to, to, had to pivot on? Um, so, I mean, we have 140 seats in our restaurant. Um, we're only allowed to have 10 people in here right now. So we've closed our private party room. We've basically closed our dining room. Um, We did open some individual little huts out on the patio because we thought that we would be able to allow some of our customers to go and sit out there. We still have a few that were asking, you know, they're not comfortable coming in, but they want to support us. And takeout's fine sometimes, but you still like to come in and enjoy the atmosphere. So we built the little individual huts outside and we were all set to open them. We had a great customer who we've been supporting his kids' hockey teams for the last six years. He donated some time and ran all the hydro for us so that we could run um, little electric heaters out there. And we got all, we did all the right things and followed all the rules. And then unfortunately, Hal said, no, sorry, those outdoor huts are part of the 10 indoor dining. Um, So that kind of got shut down. So that was pretty disheartening for us, not to mention all of the support that we got from the community to help us build them. You know, our business partner at Shane Renovations came in, spent a lot of time and money doing it. And like I said, our regular customer, um, Ben Lehman, who ran all the electrical for us for free. It was a disappointment for him to not be able to use them. Um, and like I said, we had 30 staff. We're kind of down to four. So laying everybody off, um, changing our ways because we're not typically a takeout restaurant. So trying to figure out how's the best way to get takeout to customers, making sure that the food goes out fresh and hot. Um, trying to support, you know, local and our own staff on figuring out the best way to get food out there has been a challenge for us, for sure. Will some of the changes that you made continue post-pandemic? Um, for sure. I mean, it, it's funny because we, my husband and I joke all the time about, you know, the late nights or that we don't miss them at all. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to kind of be done by, by 10 o'clock. Um, the live music is a huge factor. We're, yeah. we're, we're a really hot spot for live music in our community. And I mean, musicians are struggling way more than I think the restaurant industry at this point, because they, you know, rely on us to get gigs and pay bills and do all that sort of stuff. And we haven't had any music. So I think that that'll be a big, focus for us when we get back and making sure that we're pushing as much music as we possibly can and you know getting the musicians in here and hopefully making that change making things start a little earlier and finish a little earlier rather than going until two o'clock in the morning (laughs) i'm all for that as i get older (laughs) i don't want to have to wait that long for the music to start i I agree (laughs) uh so what about the patio and you know obviously there's been some law changes there as well Uh, do you anticipate that 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 will be uh, a better scenario for you next season think so i think a lot of people have had to reinvent their patios so they've definitely put a lot of time and effort into making them more appealing to people you know having a better situation sitting out there 
Um, like I said, you know, we built those those little huts, so that'll be great next year when we can actually use them and it starts to get into the, the cooler nights and the cooler afternoons that we'll be able to, you know, have those little heated kind of intimate spots. So that'll be a nice change for sure. I know when just before winter hit and you were looking around, like all the people that had patios and that we were using them as much as we possibly could and just the effort that people, you know, made to make them look beautiful and make them appealing to people to sit outside we had good support from, you know, our, our beer partners as well, getting in umbrellas and heaters and all of that stuff. So I think next year you're going to see a lot of really awesome patios that maybe we didn't have in the last couple of years. Yeah, it seems that, uh, you know, this has uh, uh, forced uh, government into a situation where they've had to adapt and be a bit more nimble and perhaps answer some of these concerns. And, you know, we've asked here in Canada for years why things aren't more like they are in Europe and you have, you know, outdoor festivals, patios and things going on where it seems to be quite regulated and and regimented here. So Mm -hmm. hopefully that will continue post-pandemic. I agree. And definitely making, you know, next year a huge support for live music. Like I hope we see a ton more pop-up events where we can support bands and support live music and be outdoors and do all that sort of thing. And, and hopefully, you know, within smaller communities, it's hard to have live music outside because you don't want to be disruptive to the neighbors. Right. But hopefully we're pushing forward with that a little bit more in the warmer months as well and being able to support music outside and having people go out there as well just to make sure that, you know, we're giving back to the musicians a little bit. All right, Natana Stones has been with us, G- uh, GM of Pub Fiction uh, website or any way we can, anywhere we can go to find out more about what you're doing, uh, Natana? Oh, absolutely. So we have www.pubfiction.ca is our website. Um, we have a huge social media presence. Uh, Be Social works with us a ton. So our Facebook and our Instagram, we've got stuff up there regularly every day. They're updating us and, of course, on Twitter. All right, Natana Stones, GM of Pub Fiction in Ancaster. Natana, thank you for the time. Good luck with all of this. Be well. Thank you so much. Thanks uh, for supporting local and making this a part of your show. It really helps our local restaurants. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.